Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Episode 6, How to Overcome a Difficult Past. Hey guys, how's it going? This is Nicole, your host of the Thought Boss Podcast, and today we're talking about how to overcome a difficult past. And a big part of what I do is help women to get over things that happened to them in the past. And many of those women, they start to realize as we're coaching that they have a lot of limiting beliefs about themselves that were formed when they were children or teenagers or just sometime in their past. And they also have unhealed wounds and regrets. They often blame themselves for any sort of abuse or mistreatment of themselves. And they don't always realize this, but it always ends up coming up that this is the case. And this is such an unhealthy and a damaging way to live that when I'm able to help other women see their past as a neutral circumstance, they finally feel free and they can get on their way to being whole or to feeling whole. So today we're going to go through some of the steps I use to help women overcome the things in their past that are holding them back. So first let's start with what the past really is and why it's hurting you. So the past is everything that has happened to you and if it was just the facts it would actually be very boring, very factual, right? But usually when I say the past it brings up a lot of negative emotions because of the thoughts that we have about the past. Our memories are pretty much never completely factual, but they're skewed to highlight certain things and forget other details. And there's no way to prove what happened in the past. There's only your memory of it. So your memory of it is built up of the feelings that you had surrounding a situation or an incident. And your feelings are created by thoughts. So whatever thoughts or opinions you had about what happened, that's what's creating the memory you have. And our minds are not, they're not recording tapes of whatever our eyes are seeing, right? But rather, our minds are more like records of all the thoughts that we were choosing to believe and all the feelings that resulted from those thoughts. So that's really what the past is. That's what, that's what we're talking about. So did you know that the past can't actually hurt you? Those wounds that we talk about, they aren't past wounds. Those wounds are present wounds. And while they may have started long ago, they don't continue to hurt you unless you continue to think the thoughts that you were thinking then or you add on new thoughts. And maybe something like this. You have a memory of a family member telling you that you're stupid. You have this memory in your mind of what it looked like, what they said, how you felt, and maybe some thoughts you had about it. And you felt hurt in the moment that it happened because you chose to believe that what they were saying was true. Because you decided to keep that thought and believe it, your brain started to look for evidence that the thought was true. And it looked at your grades and it looked at what your friends said about you and it looked at the body language of, the, of other people and what their eyes were saying and whatever else was around you, your brain said, this is all proof that I'm stupid. It all goes back to this 
one thing about me. And that thought became more and more cemented. You continued to have thoughts that proved that original thought true. And it all compounded from there. So your thoughts created feelings and then your feelings drove your actions and you continued to get results that made you continue to believe that you're stupid. So the memory you have of first being called stupid has been compounded with all the things that you have about yourself that you've used to prove that you were right. Now today, you're a person who believes that they're stupid and but you also believe that this relative maybe was being mean or abusive. This is something that you can see now that you couldn't see then. And for whatever reason, maybe they shouldn't have treated you that way. And you start to layer on anger and resentment and helplessness. And all those feelings weren't created until later when you decided that those things should not have happened to you. You see how you're continuing to wound yourself with the thoughts you have about the original idea that you were stupid? So let's go to another example because I think this is going to be really helpful for a lot of women. And this is a hard one, um, but it's sexual abuse. And I'll let you know just for the purpose of this podcast that when I was in foster care, I was sexually abused. And I've had a lot of thoughts since then um, that I've worked through. But it used to be something that really haunted me. And so, okay, sexual abuse starts with an incident, right? Maybe it's an inappropriate gesture or a touch or a weird feeling you got from someone you trusted um, and you, or you picked it up through their body language or their facial expressions, something that was inappropriate, right? Now, this gets really complicated and messy, so we're going to try to keep it a little more general so everybody can kind of relate to it, but I think it'll still be really helpful. We're going to try to keep it simple and just look at it from this one perspective. So let's say that you were inappropriately touched, and for whatever reason, you felt like you couldn't tell anybody about it. Maybe you actually liked it physically. Maybe you found it kind of exciting to be wanted by someone. Maybe you were afraid that the person would hurt you if you told someone. Whatever it is, your memory of the incident is painful to you because of the thoughts that you have about it. Your thoughts about it then are not the same as the thoughts that you have now about it but they continue to hurt you because they're probably thoughts like, I should have told someone. I should have stopped this. I don't deserve to be treated like this. If I would have told someone, they wouldn't believe me. Or worse, they wouldn't care. They would blame me. Maybe you blame yourself. Maybe maybe you think you actually did deserve that. Maybe you blame yourself for what happened because you were too sweet or you were too cute or too friendly or too trusting, right? Maybe these are thoughts that you're having. And our healing from these incidents comes when we examine what thoughts we have about the incident and then we call BS on ourselves. We have to go through a whole range of emotions though in order to get to a place where we feel right about it. It may be helpful to get angry about it. Maybe you need to get that out of your system if you haven't done so, if this is something that you've hidden for a really long time. So you would choose thoughts like, that was wrong. It was not my fault. And it was not appropriate for so-and-so to touch me like that. And I'm angry at them for abusing me. And you think all those thoughts that you need to in order to feel angry, and then you stop thinking and you just feel anger. 
So where does that anger reside in your body? Is it in your gut? Is it in your heart? Is it in your chest? Is the heat rising up in your face? You let it be there. You lean into it. You notice it. Don't try to resist it. You just say, this is anger. This is what anger feels like. And then you go on from there. You look at the other thoughts and feelings you had. What other feelings do you have in this memory? Were you embarrassed or are you embarrassed? Practice feeling embarrassed. Are you timid, afraid, worried, confused, hurt? Allow yourself to feel all of those feelings. If you need more help on feeling your feelings and what it means and entails, go listen to episode two. It's all about feeling your feelings. Okay, so now that we've felt all those feelings, and maybe you don't need to do that. Maybe you've felt those feelings so much, but really I think when people say that they have felt angry for a long time, they haven't really felt anger for a long time. They've resisted feeling angry. They've ruminated on all of these thoughts, but if they really felt the anger, it wouldn't be continuing to be there, right? So now we have to ask, are any of those feelings serving us? Are they helping us to live a full and exciting and wonderful life? Women are not usually coming to me just to chat. They are coming to me because they feel like this is a problem and they feel it holding them back in their lives. They want to move forward. And with abuse, there's a common thought that exists that is really at the root of all this pain and all the damage. And usually it's a thought like, I'm worthless. I deserved to be abused because I didn't stop it. I didn't tell anybody. And you feel tons and tons of shame. It's all these layered emotions. The shame makes you want to hide. And for so many women, it helps just to get it out. They have been hiding it for so long that just keeping it a secret becomes this heavy burden because they feel like they're living a fraudulent life. They feel different. They feel alienated. They feel misunderstood. And above all else, they feel like they are less valuable and less lovable than someone who has never been abused. Does this ring true for you? I feel you, sister. I feel you so deeply because I was there. I was in that place. And your abusing isn't continuing to hurt you. That happened a long time ago. You know why it still hurts? Because you're choosing to think thoughts that are hurting you. But this, my friend, is really good news. Because it means that if you're hurting yourself, then you can stop hurting yourself. So find the thought that really hurts. For me, it was something like, I'm damaged goods. Why didn't I deserve to be treated right? And those thoughts hurt so bad. Here's how you stop believing them. You tear them apart. You start to pick them apart and find what is the real thought that's behind all of this. And you realize that the facts are just circumstances. Whatever happened is just a fact. It's a circumstance. It's the boring part of the story. But what you make it mean about yourself is what you can change. And a helpful exercise is to go back to that memory and make up a new one. Here's how you do it. First, you go in there as the adult you are today. You go to the first incident or to the one that is most painful for you and 
first of all, you stop it from happening. You change the memory. You remove the threat of the abuser and you gently grab yourself by the shoulders. You look her in the eyes and you tell her how lovable she is. You tell her she is perfect and she is whole and lovely and deserving of the very best kind of love. And you tell her that her value was determined a long time ago by the one who created her. And there's nothing anybody else can do to take that away. You tell her to stand up for herself. You tell her to love other people, but that loving them means putting up healthy, strong boundaries. And then you take her and you go tell an adult or a professional or the police and they believe you and they stop the perpetrator and that person is removed and found guilty and they reap the consequences of their actions. You are believable and you do not deserve to have someone hurt you. And then you hug that girl and you see her walk away with her chin up because she did the right thing and she kept her dignity doing it and she knows who she is. And this does not change her value or her lovability one bit. Do you know who that little girl is? She is you and she is still inside of you. She is exactly the right amount of strong and lovable and feisty and wonderful. She is confident and she believes in herself. It is so powerful to be able to go back and recreate the scene as an adult. Because as an adult, you know what you should have done or what you think you would have done now that you're grown up. You at least know what you think was wrong, right? But you don't have to go back in time to fix it. You can just go back to the memory and you can create a new one, one that is empowering. And you can plant seeds in that little girl's brain about her value and her worth and how loved and amazing she is. Even if that love is just coming from your adult self, that is really the most powerful and wonderful kind of love. Self love goes a long way. Okay, now the work is not done. This is just a really small exercise, but you have continued to damage yourself by continuing to believe those thoughts you originally had. You have got to find that core belief and start to question it. Just start to be curious about why you think that. Why is it that you feel you should have said something? Maybe you were afraid that nobody would believe you. That is very common for children or just women in general. We feel like our opinion or our story or our thoughts, they're not important enough to share or they're just not believable. But guess what turns that right around? You guessed it. Another thought. One that is more powerful. You can start with something as small as, I believe me. Or I bet I could find other women who would believe me. I bet there's another woman who would benefit from my story. And that thought that I should have said something, that's just a thought. I don't know that I knew any better. Or I did the best I could at the time. That was the best that I could do. And I appreciate myself for the effort that I did make. I understand why I did what I did. Anytime you have a thought like I should or I shouldn't have, 
you stop it in its tracks because that judgment or that thought is a judgment of yourself. That's you not trusting, not believing, not understanding yourself. And judgment always makes everything worse. This work is not about changing other people's minds or getting them to believe or understand us. This work is about changing your own mind. It's about believing yourself and lending yourself some love. Like I said, self-love is what heals. Judgment hurts, love heals. You guys, this is such a heavy topic and it is so hard to talk about for so many people, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be hard or maybe it's okay for it to be hard, right? You don't have to continue to wound yourself with destructive thoughts about who you are and what you deserve and what you should have done. I give you permission to feel whatever it is you're feeling and I give you permission to believe new thoughts about yourself. I give you permission and I need you to give yourself permission to stop hurting yourself and to start loving yourself. Do you know why we feel unlovable? It stems from us not loving ourselves. When we don't feel like we deserve love, we take away all love. And the first thing that we take away is any love we had for ourselves. My friend, you are so infinitely valuable. Your past does not take away any of the value you were born with. And there's nobody out there who is better than you because they had a so-called or quote, perfect abuse-free life. Abuse can happen in one incident by another person, but the wounds are made worse by us choosing to abuse ourselves with our thoughts. Begin to notice your thoughts about yourself. Notice when you tell yourself, I don't think I can do that. Notice the judgments you have about yourself. Notice the comparisons. And notice all the should and should nots. Start to get curious, not judgmental, but curious about why those thoughts are there. Be a loving, understanding observer of your own mind. And then start to gently question if those thoughts are serving you. So you might try to say, yeah, but what if those thoughts are true? What if I'm just not capable or beautiful or talented or funny? I hear you. You want to believe that those things are just facts. But I'm here to tell you that you can be whoever you tell yourself you are. And the moment you decide that you just don't believe that anymore, that moment you are free. So I've got a bonus episode coming out that's all about creating new thoughts and writing positive affirmations for yourself. And I encourage you to listen to it and do all the work necessary to change the script in your head. You are so worth it. I love you, woman. Your beliefs about who you are are everything. Let me say that again. What you believe about yourself is everything and it will change everything. The work that applies to sexual abuse also applies to other things in our past that are holding us back. So go back to the incident where it first started and evaluate the thoughts that come up when you think of it. What have you made that mean about who you are and your value and your abilities? And then begin to question that. Remember that the way you are feeling right now is because of the thoughts you're having right now. 
and start to question whether those are helpful thoughts or if they could be changed. Allow yourself to grieve and to feel pain or to feel disappointment or anger and then go to the place in the future where you are whole and you have moved on and use that idea of your future self to visit your past self and give yourself some advice and some encouragement. Practice loving yourself and being graceful toward yourself. Forgiveness and peace, they happen inside. The most potent healing will come when you forgive yourself and when you begin to see yourself again as the perfectly lovable, valuable, amazing person that you really are. If you want to dive deeper in this, I highly encourage you to sign up for my monthly coaching program. This is the best way to take all of this to the next level and to get really specific help for your problems. I really love helping women find freedom to truly love themselves and to be able to let go of everything in their past that is holding them back and continuing to hurt them. Okay, guys, thanks for joining me today, and I cannot wait to help you overcome your past and start living the life that you have always wanted to live. I will see you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. For more help with specific problems, visit ThoughtBossCoaching.com to sign up for a free coaching consultation to see if coaching is right for you. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.